Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of Talking to the Mic podcast. Episode 21. Yeah. Um, bit of an earlier one tonight. I'm, uh, yeah, a bit organized or something's going on. I don't know. Um, what are we? 11th of July, 7.26 p.m. Um, little one's off to sleep. Big ones are getting ready for sleep. So I figured I'd just jump on and uh, fill some time. So, how's everyone going? How you been? Um, hope all you parents out there survived school holidays. Hope you enjoyed yourself, spent some time with the kids. Hope they didn't uh, bother you too much. Um, yeah, like I said in previous podcasts, my uh, my wife was very good this school holidays, very organized. They always had activities and you weren't hearing the, oh, I'm bored, oh, I've got nothing to do. So yeah, anyway, getting a bit sidetracked here, guys, sorry. A few things to talk about, um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll get cracking. So um, once again, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on the mic, probably end up just doing once a fortnight. I know that's not good for everybody, but it seems to be working, so at least I'm getting them out there, so that's the main thing. Um. So yeah, last week it was a bit shitty weather in Queensland, raining, um, you know, winter. Yeah, it is what it is, but yeah, the rain wasn't good, it was a bit annoying, but eh, it's held through. So, loving winter though, winter is really cool, um, literally. <laughs> no, winter's been good, really nice days, fresh and chilly mornings, but really cool. Um, seen a photo on Facebook this morning of Stanthorpe and then out west, sort of further out west, sort of near Ipswich and a few places like that. They had the, the, I don't know, they called it snow, but I wouldn't call it snow. It's just like a very, very fine layer of snow or frost on the ground. And yeah, but it got to minus 2.8 degrees there. So I was like, whoa, that just reminded me of Canberra because that's what we used to get in Canberra. It wasn't snow. But it was a very, it was a very, very light coating of snow. I think they call it jack snow. I'm not sure. I could be talking out my ass here, guys. I have no idea. But yeah, that's what we used to get when I was a kid in Canberra. Because everybody used to be like, oh, did snow there? I'm like, yes, but not the snow that you think it would. Like, when we're talking snow, I think of the snow. But yeah, anyway, once again, going off. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I do want to say, as I said, I'm, I haven't been on the podcast regularly, but I do want to say I want to shout out to everybody in New South Wales, um, Sydney, the Hunter, Illawarra, all those areas that have been affected by the floods. Um, yeah, that's pretty heartbreaking, not good. Um, from what I read, there was about 30,000 plus impacted um, there was about 71 evacuations. Um, that was a couple of weeks ago as well. So there could be more, but yeah, my heart goes out to everybody. I hope you're doing well and stay safe and hopefully you guys will get through it. But yeah, definitely not good. Not good. Not good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So as I mentioned, school holidays, they have finished the first day back at school today. So all you parents would have been probably cheering to send them off to school again. Um, 
But yeah, as I said, my wife was really organized. Kids had some really good activities. Um, they had sleepovers. They had day activities. So it was really good. And they had a lot of fun. And it was really good too because I know my wife said a few times that they were very thankful. They kept coming up to her during their time and saying, thank you, mummy. This has been really good. And um, we've really enjoyed ourselves. So as a parent, that makes you feel good. So that was good. So... Yeah, so that was good. They had some really good fun. And, um, yeah, we went to, over the weekend, I was, uh, should have said, should have continued on with my weekend earlier, but weekend was good here. Um, we went to Daisy Hill, the Koala Center there. It's just a set up there by, I think it's by the Queensland government, just for, a, it's like a koala sanctuary. There's a few koalas there, but there's an information center. They got all everything you could want to know about koalas but it was really cool because it's in a um in a sanctuary so there's a lot of like hiking trails there's um park benches there's barbecue areas and everything the kids had a ball it was really really good um but it was really good having um some spend some time with the kids there having fun they were having to run around even the little one was loving it she was walking around and picking up sticks and leaves and everything so yeah, that was good. So if you're ever up in that area, Daisy Hill, sort of up near Logan Slacks Creek area, if you're ever up that way, go and check it out. It's, uh, yeah, highly recommend it. And it's free too, so always good. Um, so yeah, what else is going on? I'm just checking my notes here, guys. What else is going on? So uh, we're still going through a sleep regression with the baby. Um, she's still not sleeping all the way through the night. We are now on to, as far as my wife and I can tell, we are on to the 18-month sleep regression. And apparently this is the hardest one. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm really hoping this one goes short. Because, yeah, it's generally, so far we can time it. We're usually around midnight, she'll start. We'll have to go in there and try and get her back to sleep. And then it's anywhere between 2 and 3.30. She'll be up again. And then maybe up at 6, 6.30 from there. So, yeah. So it's been challenging. But eh, it is what it is. Can't really complain. So, yeah. Let's hope we can get through this one and uh, get to full night sleeps soon. Hey, um, on that note, on that note, guys, I just have to give a shout out to single mums. I really do have to give a shout out to single mums. Like through this rental crisis and everything, you hear of stories about single mums trying to get houses. I know my wife, she has a few people she knows. One of them's a single mum. She's got two kids. She works full time. And she was struggling to find a place. She found a place, but she was saying by the time she pays rent, it's a big chunk of her paycheck. So, yeah, I shout out to single mums. Like my wife's best friend at the moment, she's going through a lot. Um, she's a single mum, two kids, nine and eight and ten or eleven. Sorry, sorry, probably fuck that up. But yeah. Um, She's going through it at the moment. Her young bloke is sort of not well. There's something going on there. There's constipation, digestive issues. We don't know. He's been in and out of hospital. 
but when she has to go to hospital, she then has to take time off work, she then has to stay at hospital, she then has to have her daughter looked after, and we're happy to look after her, we've been having her, she's here tonight, because they're back at hospital again, um, but yeah, just, when you really sit there and think about it, it would be really, really hard, not having that support person, not having that someone that you can lean on, not having that other person to sort of take that break in a hospital, so you could come back and have a sleep, or a shower, or anything, and it's, yeah, so I, I really, really feel for that and shout out just all the single mums out there you guys are amazing you're doing an amazing job um don't ever sit there and think that you're not because yeah being a single mum would be hard like i even look at it and think man i've shouted to single dads too like you guys are doing it great too i couldn't I, I don't know how i'd survive without my wife she's uh yeah she's definitely the glue and i'm very very thankful that we have her because she's uh she's amazing so yeah, um, I'm just going to go through a couple of articles I read, guys, and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how we go for time. But I was reading this one on Facebook, and this was the F1, the Formula One. There were viewers were outraged as protesters stormed the track minutes after a shocking crash. Just yeah, which I sat there and I thought that's really dumb. But apparently it was, this was in the UK, and apparently it was just, um, what was it? Stop the Oil, UK-based climate activist, stormed the track after an accident and basically started their protest on Stop the Oil and all the other crap, and it's like, man, there was just an accident. Like, apparently it was a pretty bad accident too, so um, just pull your head in. Bloody activists. I seen a thing on Facebook the other day as well, the... There's a video of a, a vegan activist, and apparently she's very well known to authorities. She's very well known to go around different restaurants. But yeah, she walked in. She's wearing a white trench coat thing, soaked in blood, and she's holding a phone with the sounds of cows and pigs when they're being slaughtered, or, or something along those lines. And she's screaming. People are getting angry at her, and she's sitting there. And I think, you know what? If you're a vegan, cool. No one cares. But don't go into a restaurant where people are trying to have a nice meal, whether they're having a steak or a salad, and don't preach your bullshit. Like, you want to be a vegan? That's great. But don't preach your bullshit. And it's like they wonder why people get angry and why she gets thrown out of restaurants. And uh, yeah, just yeah, just honestly just made me really, really angry. I was like, fuck's sake, seriously? Like, yeah. But I guess that's the way of the world these days, so... Ah, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, this is another one. I'm going to get my phone for this one. Um, how the work from home revolution has turned Australian CBDs into ghost towns. So, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Here we go. Sorry, guys. I'm just going to refer to my phone here. Um, hectares of city centres office spaces now lie vacant with commercial office vacancies rates in double-digit figures two years after the pandemic first broke out. And even those offices still operating are vastly reduced capacity with many staff only coming in two to three days a week. So you think about that, that is actually pretty shitty. Um, 
obviously when you start a business or when you've got a, mo- a big company, you, you have an office, um, you have those staff in those offices, you have the cubicles and everything set up. You don't predict a pandemic coming where you're going to have to send your workers home to work from home. And obviously now, there are some companies obviously now that have gone, well, you know what, we're going to save the massive rent we were outlaying on this office and we're going to have a smaller office and they're going to have our employees working at home. So then it's like, okay, so all these companies downsize and then leave these big offices empty. No one's going to be able to afford to fill those offices because of the pandemic and obviously people are very money conscious and company businesses are conscious. So yeah, I could see where this where this would make sense, this article. It's um it's pretty interesting. It's it's gonna be interesting to see how the future goes with the whole work from home thing. I don't know whether it'll be a constant thing. I know a lot of people still do it. Um hell where I work there's a few people that work from home so yeah, it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see what happens to the old uh, business districts and all that laying uh, Swallow, fucking swallowing my tongue in, guys. Sorry. It'll be interesting to see what happens with them. Um, yeah, because you think about it, the big, especially in the big cities like Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane, all that. So it will be interesting. Um, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, <laughs> so. Shout out to my wife. My wife has just started a new bit of a side hustle. Um, if you guys are interested, I'll let you know the name. It's called... Oh, fuck. I'm going to fuck this up. Sorry. <laughs> uh, hang on. I know I don't want to say it wrong, so bear with me two secs, guys. I just want to uh, make sure I say this right because I'm going to give her a shout out here. Um, ah, that's right. It's called Treasured Moments Grazing. So she's doing grazing platters and um party like party table decorations for parties and everything like that and all that so she's doing that so go and check her out on facebook um she's done a couple of parties and she's been really good at it and it's come amazing but she put it out on her facebook the other day and i seen it and i was like oh that's an interesting debate and an interesting topic are you a square sandwich cutter or a triangle squarish cutter well, i shouldn't say square probably rectangle so do you if you get a sandwich do you cut it straight in the middle and go two rectangles or do you cut it diagonally and go the two triangles which i thought was really interesting because it's like oh that would be a really big debate on there like how people do it because there's some people that are pretty pedantic about those sort of things so i i I lean more towards the rectangle. Oh, excuse me. Sorry, guys. I lean more towards the rectangle, but if somebody made me a sandwich and they cut it in the triangle, I really wouldn't care. So, yeah, I'm impartial on either one of those, but, yeah, um, interesting to see. So have a think about it and, and um, yeah, ask someone else the question and see what they, uh, see what they sort of say. <laughs> I just... I found it really funny and it's not something I've never thought about. And I'm like, oh, it's actually interesting when you think about those little things that people do. It's like that or, you know, how they butter their toast or little things along those lines. So it's interesting, those little quirky things that we all do. So 
<laughs> so yeah well shout out again so treasured moments grazing on facebook if you're local gold coast or anything go and check it out grazing platters table party tables really really good so yeah she does a good job um i seen a really sad story on facebook a couple of days ago and it was um it was about a dog and this made me just think like dogs are so loyal and they just yeah like some people just don't deserve them and it just yeah made me made me really think and it made me miss miss my dog that we had he um he passed away a little while ago but yeah it was a bit sad um where did i bloody see it hold on one sec guys i gotta try and find it on my on my telephone here where are we where are we where are we oh shit maybe i deleted it bloody idiot bloody bloody idiot Uh, there we go yeah so it was a um a son was looking after a dog from his father who'd passed away now they didn't know he had a dog but the son's taken the dog looked after it and the dog kept getting out and escaping and one day he got out and they couldn't find him they couldn't find him they were searching and the cemetery where his father was buried rang and said oh look the dog's here and it's sitting on your near your father's grave and um yeah we sort of can't move him because he's getting a bit upset and everything but yeah they took a photo and yeah he was sitting at at his owner's grave and yeah so the son came and grabbed him took him back to his place and then it was a couple of days later he got out again and the cemetery rang up and said well the dog's here again but he's dug a hole next to your father's tombstone and he sort of buried himself in the hole and the photo that i'm looking at of the article yeah he's dug himself a little burrow and he's lying in there and they were saying in the article that yeah anytime they'd go near the dog he'd get really aggressive and everything they couldn't leave him so the son had to really make a decision and go well what am i going to do so they ended up leaving the dog there and they found out a couple of days later he passed away but he passed away with his owner and it was like man that's just really loyal and i found that you read those stories sort of stories with dogs and you see those you see some of those um um what's that facebook page or that instagram page heartwarming surprises you see all the military stuff and you see the military dogs reunite with their owners or they go to their funeral and yeah just dogs are really loyal and it's really sad some people don't deserve that loyalty but yeah it just it just made me really sad that uh that article sad but sort of happy as well because it was nice that he was so loyal to his owner but yeah he just wanted to wanted to be with him so yeah i thought that was a i thought that was an interesting one nice article sad but nice um don't know if you guys seen it on the um uh, on the interwebs or the social media the nurse that's been getting slammed for filming herself breaking down after a patient passed away um if you hadn't seen it this nurse um filmed herself really getting upset and breaking down after a patient of hers passed away and a lot of people are really criticizing this nurse saying you know your patient's passed away and now you're filming yourself to get tiktok likes and go viral and all that and i i didn't see it that way when i first seen the article i sort of thought it like 
you know, maybe it was her way of showing what nurses really have to deal with and the things they go through and the fact that they're the ones that have to be there when someone dies and when someone is dying, they're the ones that are sort of there. So maybe it was for that. Maybe she did do it for the TikTok views and the viral and the likes. I don't know, but I would have liked to have thought that she was doing it for that reason, sort of showing that this is what we have to deal with. And, you know, people, when you go to hospitals, you get angry or they're slow or they're whatever. But, man, I would not do that job for any amount of money. I just think, no, the stuff you would have to do and deal with being a nurse, just, yeah, no, too not cool, especially kids. I couldn't do, yeah, no, couldn't do that. Couldn't do anything like that with kids. It's just, uh, yeah, no, not for me. I don't have the stomach or the, uh, the balls for that, I'll say. I'm just going to put it out there and say balls. So, yeah, um, but yeah, so that was another interesting one I, uh, I sort of seen, so, yeah. Um, what else have we got, guys? What else have we got going on here? Oh, this was another one. I've sort of gone, last few podcasts I've sort of done, I've spoken about stuff that's been happening in the judicial system, how people have been getting let off easy with certain crimes and certain things and that um, other one that I spoke about on the last podcast, that um, teenager that ran over and killed that couple that was pregnant. This is another one. This was from a couple of years ago, and this was a local Gold Coast one. Um, Jack Beasley, he was a, what was he, 18 or 19 at the time, a couple of years ago, went out with some mates in the surface paradise, went to an ATM to get some money, fight broke out, I think it was with his some of his mates and some other teenagers. Fight broke out, and he ended up getting stabbed in the chest. Um, he passed away at the scene or in the hospital, whenever. But yeah, um, come to find out, the guys who um, the guys who did the stabbing, um, they actually they actually got off. And um, I was reading this. I was reading this one. So the father of teenage. Gold Coast teenager Jack Beasley admits the family is heartbroken and is struggling to com- comprehend the terrible decision to acquit three teenagers over his death. Jack was fatally stabbed outside Surface Paradise convenience store while on a night out with friends in December 9, 2019. Um, yeah, Jack was stabbed in the chest and in, in the back and in the chest, sorry. Um, so yeah, the trio faced judge only trial over eight days in May and the Justice Soraya Ryan on Thursday acquitted them of all charges. I'm like, what the hell? So they stab a dude and they get let off. I don't get it. Like, I really don't get that one. That's like, to me, that's like, okay, they've stabbed a guy. They've taken a human life why aren't they serving time in jail? Like, I don't, I don't get it. And apparently this judge hasn't put out a statement as to why she did it. But that's just wrong. Like, I don't know what's going on with the judicial system, What's why they're not doing it. 
you see these kids out here stabbing people and bashing people and mugging people and doing all these things, but yet nobody will take a stance and give them a hard line and sort of say to them, hey, you know what? Even though you're a kid, you want to do an adult crime or you want to do adult shit, well, you know what? You go to adult jail. You go in with the big boys and see what they're going to do to you. And it's just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I mean, these kids don't have any any fear of that sort of thing. Like I know when we were growing up, you knew you could sort of go, you knew where to push the boundaries before, okay, hang on, this is getting serious now and I could get into a real lot of trouble. Um, and we always had that, not the fear of the police, but you had that fear but respect. And I was, I was always brought up to respect your elders, respect authority, and I don't see why that shouldn't be the case today. I'm, I know I'm going to teach my kids how to, my kids that that's the way, you know, you respect your elders, you respect authority and yeah, that just, that just baffled me guys. That was crazy. That was absolutely in goddamn sane. I don't know why, don't know what they're going to do, but something's got to give. Something's definitely got to give. So, well, that is about all I've got for you guys tonight. Just a short and sweet one. Um, haven't had much on the sports thing. The NBA's finished. Footy's been quiet because of the Origin. Origin 3 Wednesday night. So that should be good. Um, hopefully New South Wales wins. Psh, up the blues. Um, but yeah, this is going to be a short week for me for work, guys. We're going to a work event on Thursday. Um, flying down to Melbourne. Never been to Melbourne. Not that I'm going to... Melbourne City, I'm just going in there, sort of, Tullamarine, I think it is, uh, not Tullamarine, um, that's where the airport is, so, <laughs> not far from the airport though, but yeah, it's to do with my work, we're having a big uh, work event where they're bringing everybody in, and having a day activities and meetings and everything, and then Thursday night is a cocktail dinner and a cocktail party, so, should be good fun, should be good fun, I'm looking forward to it, so... I'll, uh, I'll let you guys know how that one goes. But, um, yeah, appreciate anybody listening. I know this is probably... Oops, sorry, guys, I'm fidgeting here. I know this is probably a boring one, guys, but I didn't have a lot on. Um, just wanted to read some of those few articles and sort of put it out there. But, yeah, um, appreciate everybody listening. Hope you all have a good week. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Thanks very much.